Afternoon. How's it going, oh. dude? Is it afternoon? Yes, yeah, it is. How it are is. you? I'm very good, thanks. Mm. What about you? Ah. Oh. I got an email this morning. It made me a bit on the angry side. Uh-huh. Um, but it, I've come to a conclusion. Right. Basically, uh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Some Do other I? people may know. doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, my mum passed away a few, yeah, back in 2016. And so we're still dealing with the old uh, inheritance tax malarkey. Yep. And I got an email this morning from our solicitors giving us uh, a bill for all their services. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, fair enough. You do need to be paid for. Yeah. Uh, but after seeing it, it's like it's like £90 for them to answer an email. Really? Yeah. And I was like... Are you answering this for the like, video? Well... Like a video <laughs> edit? Like a... No, no, and but it did make me think. I thought this is just, and I had a little chat with my sister. And we got we got a bit riled up about it, and then just thought, oh, okay, we're just gonna have to deal with it because uh, you don't ask them any more questions in case you get charged. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah. hey guys, can so we the, just so the, can we chat about yeah. this real quick? Yep, it's gonna yeah, be another hour. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's been another hour. And so like there were emails, and obviously I felt penalised because mm. you know you, you I, I don't know how to deal with inheritance tax and all that stuff so you're just as a naive ignorant person you're just asking questions like, oh what does this mean what does that mean and every time you do that you answer you cost you like 30 or 90 quid or however long it takes for them to reply so now i think i've decided i'm gonna charge the same way uh, as solicitors do when i'm making videos oh i because know because what happens now is that you watch how many fucking changes to your piece of perfection that you sent them you know how many changes will actually happen yeah none because you put them in a situation like the solicitors did with us who go well i don't want to ask him anything because it's going to cost me 150 quid yeah pretty much so yeah, yeah i think all creatives should start charging like solicitors do and i think we'll all be a lot better off more <sighs> better off do you know what it's a hard one right because for design i would charge mm-hmm. an hourly rate yeah so I, I wouldn't charge the same way as i would for video as i would for design um yeah and it's great because you just you just rally up the hours. It's, yeah, yeah, of course. So it's kind of like it works in your favor sometimes and it works against you sometimes. So sometimes it's very clear. Like there's a time it's very difficult because you can't always apply that method. So like if you're designing, if I was designing a logo for someone or like doing a brand, if mm-hmm. I was recreating a brand, you know, upgrading a brand, creating a new brand, logo, identity, typeface, color schemes, all that sort of stuff. I wouldn't charge £50 an hour. That's, you know, that would be yeah, like yeah. an hourly rate. But I wouldn't do that. I would work it out as a lump package based on yeah. a rough amount of estimate of my time, but then also yeah. what it's worth to them, like what the value yeah. is to the end person. Because a logo to a local bakery is very different from a logo mm. to a new up and coming clothing brand. But, you know, it's how they use it and that sort of stuff. But, on video it's hard to judge by the hour because sometimes i think you undervalue a lot if you charge by the hour so if you can apply that to admin if you can go not Mm. a problem this is my rate for video but i also have a 25 pound an hour admin charge so that's like yeah from the minute we decide to do business technically all admin should be doing that because like when i used to work for a video production company um Obviously, they would work it out like, well, the cameraman's going to cost this much for the day. Producer will cost this much. Uh, sound guy will cost this much. Right now, we need an office charge 
yeah to like an admin charge and then obviously that you got in in that you've got to think well we've got to pay for rent electricity storage of your stuff on hard drives all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and that's why you know video production companies end up being a whole lot more expensive but you see freelancers a lot of them don't take any of that into consideration so yeah. all those people that go oh yeah i'll do your video for a hundred pounds yeah not really thinking well how are you going to get from that venue to that venue? Yeah. And how many emails have you done, you know, setting this up? Have you charged them for pre-production? Have you just given away all your ideas yeah. and then, you know, all for the hundred pounds? And most people do not include, they think, oh, I've shot for a day and they don't even think about the edit. Yeah. Yeah. In terms true. of cost. And I think it was just interesting because when that came back, obviously, you know, we all need to make money and, you know, do our thing. But I just found it pretty shocking that with a solicitor, it's like, Wow, you just you literally clock every email you open, and I think, you know, <laughs> part of me goes, yeah, if you did that for us, like every admin email, like so, you know, when you go back and go, well, I want this change. Oh, actually, Dave's just come back from holiday and he doesn't want to be in it anymore. And oh, and, and now he said this, and then you got four or five emails at you know thirty pound, ninety pound an email. Mm -hmm. They'd probably stop making changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or no, uh, totally. would, just would, be, would be a lot more efficient. They definitely start to prioritize what changes were important. So mm. maybe little things like, not sure about that bit of 25 seconds. Really? Yeah. It's going to cost you 50 really? quid to discuss it. Yeah. I'll leave it. To discuss it. And right. then it's going to cost yeah, you yeah, another yeah. 150 quid just to open yeah. uh, Final Cut. But if it's Premiere, it's an extra 250 quid because it's going to take a bit longer. Yeah. Um, God, it's a little um, no, fuck see what I did there. What have you done? What have oh, What have you done today? Well, you haven't done anything stupid, have you? No, I've gone to fucking upload upload our IGTV video, and then it just didn't. Yeah. It just didn't add the thumbnail. IGTV is a pain in the dick because you can't update the thumbnail afterwards. So I deleted it immediately, mm. and now I'm trying you know, to fix it, and it's like it just keeps popping up some weird. You rate. know, you, you know, you just uh, opened up our Facebook page. Um, you should go to something called Create a Studio. Because mm -hmm. from there you can schedule and upload IGTV videos. So I, yeah. knew, I think you can you can make more changes and that kind of thing. Yeah, well that's why I set up a Facebook for it yesterday. So I'm gonna go back yeah. backdate backdate post shit on that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Regarding that charging thing, um, this is the thing. Like I char I I oh yeah. You and I have discussed costs and pricing a lot, mm, and I massively. I charge a, a a big way way less than you charge for video production, but. A lot of that's to do with the fact that's that you're in London based. and I'm in Belfast. But yeah. I charge more than most people here for video production. Mm. Not like insane amounts, but a, a fair bit more. And that's because yeah. of all that shit that you've just said. And when I started yeah. this, to anyone listening, like having worked brand and agency side, I knew a lot of stuff. But then when I left, mm. it wasn't until I started talking to Ryan and we started chatting a bit more. He opened my eyes to certain things that I, exactly things like that that I'd forgotten. Little bits like mm. how do you cover your rent? How do you cover your electric? How do you cover your gears? How do you cover wear and tear? How do you, all that stuff needs to be, it's, it's uh, clients, like I, I don't know about you, right? But I don't agree mm. with people who charge for gear. Like when people no. go, oh yeah, I cost 400 pounds, for example, and then it's 200 pounds for my camera and this mic and all this shit. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the gear that I own is the gear that I bring to the table unless you need something particular. So if you need I, to yeah. shoot this in a very particular style and I need to go hire a C300 or a, yeah. a Phantom or something, if I have to go, I mean, I, I ain't doing that, but if I need to go generally, hire that, that's when I will I, add a charge. Yeah, generally I would find the only clients that would do that are clients to know their shit. 
Yeah. So they will go to you, Dylan, we want you to do this, but we need you to shoot it on a red camera. Yeah. At which point you can go, well, I'm going to need to hire that camera and an operator yeah. for it. Yeah. So it's going to cost X amount. Yeah. I think the interest that one factor in that, which is really interesting, is the use of a drone. Because yes. it used to be that drone was like an extra. Yeah. And I think now, especially now they're changing, well, who knows when they're going to be changing the laws because the coronavirus has kind of put everything on, like, it's all been pushed back and it's kind of weird. But yeah, so now it's like, you know, especially, I mean, you've got the Mavic Mini, haven't you? Yeah. And, you know, so once you get your license, which is, a, it's a, you know, you can just turn up and, you know, do your job at the that, that car place you do. And mm-hmm. you'll just whip the drone up, throw it around a bit, and that's it, you're done. Yeah. And that, it's almost like that. The Mavic Mini is now part of your your, oh, ca- yeah. your normal camera gear. Yeah. Whereas it used to be, you know, it would be more than that. You go, well, it's going to cost you X amount for the camera. Oh, but you want a drone shot, right? That's going to cost you extra. But technically, you should be charging extra because you do need to have things like insurance and you do need to take a test. Yeah. And you do need to have like the month or the yearly, you know, a registration. And then I think it's, they're changing it now to you have to do the test once every five years. I yeah. think it will be. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not sure on that. But, but from what see, I've read as well, limitation, the limitations are changing as well. So it'll it'll open it up to people like me to be able to do small little mm. bits. But if you still... Yeah. Like currently the way I go, if ever people want drone stuff, I'm not licensed. So I have... I use Sourcegate for all drone stuff. And I just add yeah. him in on his rate to shoot it. So And I don't make yeah, any yeah. money from that. I just go, what, dude, I need you to shoot a drone. Give me a rate for, yeah. for a day or a half day or two days, whatever. And I add that on top if a drone shot's requested. Mm. So I think going forward in things like that, if say I got my yeah. license and I was approved, it's a real hard one because yeah, I agree. You should be adding more on if drone shots required because you are yeah. then you have to think about liability. You are suddenly oh, yeah, yeah. the That's risk is higher, and this is what people don't yeah. understand. And it's the same thing with with filming in in locations. Like if you yeah. go to someone's location and you film something, that's one thing. But if they go, can we film this outside the the city hall? You go, yeah, that's cool, mm. but that's actually going to be more. Because yeah. I now have to contact City Hall. I have to get approval to f- to film and, and photograph in front of public yeah. or, or sorry or like privately owned businesses yeah. and stuff. And what people don't understand is like we were discussing this a couple of weeks ago is that you aren't mm. allowed necessarily to shoot in front of any old building you want. I mean, a lot of times small things get get through the cracks, but mm-hmm. you can't just go shoot a commercial outside City Hall without or yeah. like what we say in Buckingham Palace without getting approval. Oh yeah, you, so all you, that stuff you, you have to do yeah. that takes time. And you're liable mm. for any stuff that isn't done, or if some mm. someone from the general public trips up over a tripod while you're out. There's all those little things. Uh, and I oh, know yeah, you're public in- liability. Public liability <coughs> insurance is like so important, and it's something like so many videographers and photographers just don't have. Yeah. Because there's a lot of kids or young people out there that oh I, oh, I want to be a photographer. I want to I want to do this, and it's all fine and cool and groovy until something goes wrong. Yeah. And then you're fucked. Yeah. Like in a big way, it's going to cost you a lot of money, and you know, I appreciate that you have to charge less if you're just starting out in your journey. Yeah. But there are certain things you need to know about and you need to, you know, be aware of. And, you know, the less you charge, the, you know, you're putting yourself in a more harm, potentially harmful situation in the long run. Yeah. And you're also kind of ruining the industry for your for your own, for your future. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're undercharging just because you want the job and you're going to forgo all the insurances and everything... There's going to be some kid in 10 years time or maybe even eight years time that's going to do it for even less than you. Yeah. You know, with yeah. less worries. And, you know, it's a it's it's It just keeps on going. And yeah. I think it's about time we took a stand, Dylan. Yeah. Public liability is a mad one as well, because when I first like, I have had since I've gone full time freelance, I've 
done everything legit like that and i was like yeah. oh, it feels like a waste until you and i did a, our first like bigger job together and mm. that was the first time it was requested can you guys prove yeah, your, yeah. Your, your public liability insurance and i was like oh shit yeah. and there's a lot of the guys will get to the point where they go oh, i don't have any and it's like oh you, i can't what, hire you then because you aren't insured what, same as like we were really VAT lucky. registered i've had some jobs come yeah. through where i couldn't do them because i'm not VAT registered which yeah. is mad well what i had to with that job you're talking about um normally their, their request came in and I had to spend a lot of time going back and forth with them because they were like, we need public liability. I think it was something like 5 million. Yeah. You know, and my public liability on the insurance I currently had only did three. Yeah. Because they were categorizing us in the same bracket as you would like a, um, like a building contractor because they didn't really have a system that could cope with like a creative photography and videography. Yeah. So they were putting us in this other category. So I kept on going back and I had to sign all these forms and documents and I said, look, you have to change it because I can't, I'm not signing this where it says 5 million yeah. and I can only give you three. I've told you I can only give you three, Yeah. you know, and it was just, and, but it was all that back and forth trying to sort that out, yeah. you know, and we, I mean, we did get quite well paid for that job, but that's where the money goes. Yeah. It's just endless, like form signing, filling all this stuff out. I mean, luckily, because I hired you, I guess it was, you didn't see any of that. Yeah. So... You know, you were quite, you were quite lucky on that in, yeah, on that yeah. in, you know in that terms. But then you know, like when you hired you know Sourcegate to do that job you did recently, he doesn't see any of that shit either. You just yeah. go, we need to do a job here, and he goes, okay, fine, I'll get I'll get the permissions for my drone. But yeah. he doesn't know anything about anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. Uh, so. like I did a job, a month long filming job last year, and the, I had to hire. Well, I had to have him. I had to have second camera people hired i had to have actors extras locations approved mm. right like filming oh. rights approved and some filming rights paid for and like you look at a big yeah. lump of money and you go jesus that's like that's a shit ton of money that's almost a salary yeah. for the year and then you go yeah, yeah cool once you pay all the people you're like oh okay that's like a third of what i what it was mm. put in front of us and I, I don't think people understand that side of it at all especially when no. you're getting into it because i sure as hell didn't yeah. and i still learn no, shit yeah, right. every single day I think that's why it's really good to actually work for, I mean, they're, they're few and far between now because obviously video production companies are finding it harder to, you know, have bricks and mortar, you know, where you can have, kind of have everyone in the office. Yeah. So I think there's more opportunity now for freelancers or maybe just like little uh, like communities and social groups to do their kind of the work together. But like, you know, like you had that experience in being working client, um, in graphic design where yeah. you were the client yeah so it's good for you to have the experience because you now have that vision from the other side and like when yeah. you work in a video production place you know you're like oh shit now i and when i came out of that luckily i was quite interested in the whole business side so i was watching and paying attention but a lot of them come out and go oh well i just thought this is how it worked and it's yeah. like yes yeah, because the admin people were doing all that shit for you yeah. the producer was doing this for you yeah. the ceo was doing this for you the girl in the office who was taking all the calls was you know doing that yeah you know and you're like oh shit now i have to do all of that yeah and and these people coming out aren't charging for that and they don't realize that and they think you know they're having they're, they're doing the right thing but i don't think they always necessarily are yeah and i get asked yeah. that actually quite a bit people are like what should i be charging and i always say the young guys and girls when they message me and they started out i'm like if you're just starting out you're better to do a few jobs free of charge than to charge yeah, yeah. a shit price if you charge less yeah. you devalue it if you charge nothing for it it's accepted it's a learning curve so i'm always like yeah. when people come to me and they're like when do you stop charging you know when do you oh sorry when do you start charging and i'm always like go and find yourself like five jobs to do for free at the start and make sure everyone's mm. in a different sector 
you know yeah. start each job go and find one in food finding entertainment one in like business you know f- five different sectors that show a different view of it go in explain what they are and give them a, a cut down version like go and say i'll produce your 30 second video for free if you let yeah. me come in and then from that you've built up your port but once you've done that then you then have to go right what's my time worth how much how long did that take yeah. me um i think there's a there's a lot to be said as well and it is it can be quite hard sometimes but it's to um and i got a few people on my roster which i haven't used yet because obviously <laughs> There's no jobs at the moment. Just saying, look, you know, I'm new in the industry. I'm new doing this. Can I come and work for you for a day? Yeah. You know, or, or shadow you for a day, which I think is super important. Yeah. And generally, I don't like not paying those people because yeah. I think their time to me is valuable. But, you know, if you go, oh, even if it's like 50 quid or 100 quid a day or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and to me, it's like, well, just the fact that I can have someone else help carry my shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, that's true. worth 50 or 100 pounds for me because I can't be bothered but again it's like it would be nice just for them to see it's like oh you have to do this and I'd, I'd you know on there's certain jobs that I you do and you'd, you'd give them these these jobs to do throughout the day and they're like oh that's a really sh- shitty thing when are we actually going to film anything it's like it doesn't work this way <laughs> yeah you've got to fucking sit there with a the client for two hours being yeah. held hostage while we, we go through this. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And it's like, this is the corporate video world, son. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And like you're saying, there, like client conversations, the amount of times, like, mm. like it's funny, I, I just got off an email with someone who asked, um, I was chatting to you about this off, off cam, but people uh, asked me to, like a simple request came through and then when I asked a bunch of questions, it turned out it was quite a lot more work required. And then I was like, I said oh, to them, yeah, well, yeah. look, I'll go away and have a think mm. about what's involved here. And then I got an email back. I actually just hold off on that and let me know what work you've done to date. We're just going to hold on this. There's some client wants to do some stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. well, I haven't done anything because I haven't given you any sort of quote. I was, And it's weird because like, I was like, I'm going to go away and work out what's involved and come back to you with a plan. And like mm. part of that plan is a phrase that I'd never heard until I worked in agencies called ideation, which for me was oh, just yeah. like coming up with the idea. But people do not, like, they undervalue that. And I have been tricked, not, like, on purpose, (laughs) but I have fallen victim to giving away the idea free so much because I get so enthusiastic in a chat. And sometimes you you give away, you have to know how much of an idea to give away to tease them to to get them to hire you to produce your idea. That's if you're an ideas person. I always say I'm ideas before production. um, But, like, my ideas are are my strong point and my ability to get them done. But the amount of times, dude, I've gone in and sat down and been like super stoked to be like, oh, we could do this and this. And they, they're just like, love it, love it, love it, love it. And then you never hear from yeah. them again. And yeah. then it's like, oh, and you, then the next I see you, you know. fucking produce that yourself without me. And I've, yeah. had a, I've actually had a couple of people um, who are now on my blacklist who are like <laughs> red flagged as I'll never work yeah. with you again because yeah, I gave them absolutely. ideas written like in emails written down. And they just produced them themselves. And I was like, do you not yeah, see? And, and, and they're like, well, what? I, you don't own IP. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Literally, I gave you the idea. Like, here's you accepting yeah. the idea. So it's fucking yeah. lots and then to it's learn. Hard because yeah, and the thing is, anyone listening to this that is just starting out or is like relatively new, don't think that me and Dylan are like perfect. No. We learn, like We still have conversations like on a, well, daily, weekly basis. Like we have conversations. Dylan will say, oh, this happened with X and X client and i'll be like oh have you thought about this this that yeah. and the other and he goes oh i didn't know that and then and he you know the same comes back to me it's like oh this happened he's like well have you thought about this yeah and you know so it's good to actually have a little uh well that's kind of what started this podcast this whole conversations yeah thing started a bit of back and forth banter but mostly mm-hmm. we were chatting about professional like 
help and advice because I think freelancers yeah. quite often forget to talk to each other and there's no like yeah. network to bounce things off. So no. you and I sitting down and just chatting about these issues um, yeah. are really helpful. So if you know people who are in the same sort of boat as you, maybe someone get a mix of people at different levels yeah. and just chat to each other. And like, yeah, the only advice I can give is don't, don't hold back on information with people. This idea of being protective mm. about clients and costs and stuff, it, it may seem like a great idea at the beginning, you know, yeah. but most people are holding back on like a 700 pound job. And you're like, it's not worth you not just discussing that with your peers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, because you're gonna undercharge. Thing is, you're gonna screw someone over, and yeah, because and then that way you can all bring each other up as well. Yeah, because if some if you go, oh, you know what? I did that job for seven hundred pounds. There'll be other people in your group going, you charged what? Yeah. How are you getting away with that? And it's like, well, I'm not getting away with that. That's how much it costs. Yeah. And then those other people will hear that and go, fuck it, I'm doubling my prices. I, I mean, that Chase yeah. Jarvis guy, he always says double your price. And well, I said this to Dylan the other day, and I don't know if we discussed this. I was like. Normally people go, you know, uh, when you're thinking about charging some, something for a job, give them a figure that you find uncomfortable. Yeah. Because when you give them a figure that you find uncomfortable, you know, you can always go down from that. Yeah. So if you go, oh, it's going to cost you two grand and you'll go, I don't know if I can charge two grand. You know what the worst case scenario is? Maybe they give you a grand for it. Yeah. And you were you were initially planning on charging them 700. Yeah. yeah. So you've, you've won by 300. And you know, and sometimes it's not going to work. Yeah. Do you know? But the thing is, it's just I think yeah, choose that amount that makes you feel uncomfortable. I think you're also as well. You're you're. This is something I've learned recently. You're better to charge more, and then mm. if you've actually enjoyed the process and it was seamless. And I did this recently with someone where I was like, here, actually, do you know what, dude? Here's the invoice. It's two hundred pound less. And the guy was like, oh wow. Yeah. And I was like, look, it didn't take me as long as I thought it would. And he's like, I appreciate yeah, your honesty. Yeah. I'd love to keep keep working mm. with you. Um, and I yeah. think that's because what happens is and i fell victim to this really early where i'm i'm very honest and open yeah i don't i'm not snide or deceitful or to hold back on anything i just what i tell yeah. you is the truth so i'm like well look that'll take me a day to film and a day to edit so here's my price all right and i'll give them yeah so say for example i go to th- and i'll be like that's gonna take me a day to shoot day to edit and then what happens they go oh, okay cool so i give them an accurate price for that and then what ends up happening yeah. is i send that they're all cool and then a week later they go hey can we just make a tweak and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool. That'll look, it'll take me like 10 minutes to tweak that. Just give us a minute. Oh, yeah, no no yeah. rush. And then the next day, have you got that done yet? And I'm like, well, I'm actually just doing other work. Oh, yeah, it's just that we yeah. need this for the end of the day. And you're like, oh, shit. So then you put something aside and you have to go find that server. Bull- or go through all that bullshit to get it running. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, fuck, I've actually just lost two hours of time. And then you give it to them mm-hmm. until which they come back with another. Before you know it, there's been back and forth and you've worked another half day. And sometimes yeah. that's a whole day or another two days. I've had jobs yeah. that have been signed off and six months later, someone's come back and gone, I've lost the WeTransfer link. I was like, seven day yeah. expiration. Could you send it again? And I'm like, that's backed up. That takes an hour to go back and get my server, all that shit. Yeah. Then they go, can we yeah. make a small tweak? Because this is this info is now eight months out of date. And it's yeah. like, the problem and is- And you have to charge for that. Yeah, you know? and it's hard it's... to, and then you have to discuss change rates and people are a bit weird with that stuff. but. If you had well, catered think, this in, yeah. er, but if you'd catered it in early, like if you said, well, Joe, you know, yeah. look, I now go, look, it's, it'll, it would probably take me a day to edit. So I'm going to add an extra half day onto the price because I'm pretty certain these people are going to tinker back and forth. And then at least yeah. that way you have wiggle room if it doesn't, do it you, always goes over. Do you do, because um, what I try and do now is like, it's going to, if I'm doing it, like it'll take, okay, so actually the shoot day is the easiest thing because it's like, well, that's a flat rate. Yeah. Do you know? 
depending on how big the job is, I might need to get a drone guy, sound guy, whatever. But that's like a known, which is always really good. Um, but then it's the edit time. So I always tend to go, yeah, the edit will ah, probably, if it's a standard corporate video, it's like, oh, it's going to cost this much. Um, and then I'll say it with two rounds of changes. Yeah, yeah. Because, and then if beyond those two rounds of changes, it's going to cost like a hundred pound an hour or whatever yeah. it is. Um, because, and then I said, so please be in, bear in mind when you're giving me your changes, can you collate them all before yeah, that's a good point. you send them? Because, you know, there, people do go on holiday. Uh, people do get miss it. And the, uh, well, the big trouble I find a lot is that the quote collector uh, is the person that goes out because the CEO will go, I need a video for the company. And then they'll send that down the chain. And then that person will deal with you and they'll go, well, we want this, we want this, we want that. And then you go, fine, great. You deliver it as per their instructions. It mm-hmm. then goes up the, the chain of command. Yeah. And they're like, we didn't want a fucking blue car in there. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, that's your problem. Yeah, exactly. Because you're you're and I, you're dealing with the monkey, not the organ grinder. Yeah. So that's another thing: is always try and speak to the person that pays the bills, because generally you get someone a bit lower down in the company, and they don't actually have final say. Yeah. yeah. Not all the time, but that's yeah, yeah. like something that because we work um, quite a lot with bigger companies where there's far more. I mean, I know some of the companies you work there's there's not that many people in between. Yeah, but like with us, there's like about four or five maybe, and then there's like a board of directors above that, you know. And it's just yeah. like, make sure everyone that needs to see it sees it before you start sending all these changes like in dribs yeah. and drabs. Yeah, and that's so that's a, uh, that, what you say in dribs and drabs is right because I this is maybe something I need to tighten up on as well because people don't understand yeah. that like they might send they'll see like a batch of changes in as in a batch of emails back and forth, but it's like no, yeah. you get them all gather them all send yeah. them in one email not hey can no. you tweak one minute and then another little tweak i had yeah, this great, a lot of these people yeah go on sorry well, i had this great creative director who i worked under years ago called ian mcfarlane and he said to me create an assumption list right at the start yeah and i was like wow what's that and he was like well the things you assume the client wants write down like right based on what you've told me i am assuming that this is what you want this is what you want in it this is how long you want it this is the kind of music and basically all the things that you because the amount of times people go oh yeah yeah, i totally with you and then you just go and start to create what you want and then that's where you can minimize changes by putting this assumption list together at the beginning send it back the amount of times they go oh sorry yeah no no, i didn't mean that i want this very particular thing so i do that Mm -hmm. now very early on i mean i don't it's only assumption list to me to them it's a checklist of just you know things i need to double check yeah. but write that assumption list for every single job that really saves my bacon yeah and he's yeah. a vegan no, that's like good that. i've not done that <laughs> there you go. saves my fake bacon saves my fake my bacon. bacon um bacon so, that's what they should call yeah, that yeah i'm just gonna pop a pop a oh, keep moving the camera i've reset the uh i've reset the studio a bit here oh new yeah de- it does look quite nice thanks i thanks. like it do you like this desk better uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's much more desky than the other this one. This is the desk you know, for feel, my feel, feel, Belfast oh, from studio. your office. Yeah, and then this, I I've, got another, I've got another one behind me here, the black one, which was the which yeah. was my analog desk in my studio in Belfast, which I drew oh, yeah, and, yeah. and wrote and stuff on. But I've now got two monitors. I've put my proper monitor up now. I've, I'm still mm. work in progress. There's drills and things lying about, um, but it's it's coming together. I did, however, drop a big old fucking piece of wood on my foot today i have a bad habit for doing things in bare feet 
I love bare feet. That's right? typ- typical South African. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so I, I like some like the other day. I like where was it? Recently, I one wheeled somewhere in bare feet. Um, really? Yeah, Pamela's got yeah, no play- shoes on. That's playing with fire. I was yeah. like, I was going to the shop, and she's like, "You have oh. no shoes on." I was like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." She's like, "You're what?" And I was like, "I'm one wheeling." She goes, "You haven't got shoes." I was like, "Yeah, but it's fine," because I would skateboard and stuff before, and you know, maybe not ride bikes because that actually does hurt. But uh, oh, so much. It's liberating. Bare feet are liberating. Anyway, today I went outside, yeah. and lifted up some wood panels from the from the old floor to carry them outside, put them in a pile, mm-hmm. and I lifted up like way too many of them in one go. You know, you think you've been lazy, weren't you? Yeah, I don't like going doing two runs, so I lifted them up, and then they. I thought I had them all lengthwise across me, but there was a bit in the middle mm-hmm. that wasn't as wide as the gap between my arms, and it slipped out and fell, like, lengthwise, straight yeah. onto my fucking big toe. Jeez. Like, bang. Jeez. I was like this. <laughs> quite loudly in the road. <laughs> and they went, fuck, 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 fuck. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I, I was outside. I'd been outside for quite a while. So my foot was kind of numb anyway because it was cold. It wasn't until I came in and it started to heat up. I was like, oh. sweet baby Jesus, this is sore. So currently it's taped to the other foot. It's like really quite black. And the other toes dented. And my other foot's a bit dented. And I've got it taped up because it was moving too much and hurting. So who knows? Oh, May have wow. fractured it. May have fractured it. Well, your camera's going to run out in a second. You've probably no, got no. about 10 seconds left. What? Already, already, already done, done it, fella. Already done it. Jeez. I, didn't, I wondered why you just disappeared for yeah, a man. second. That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's where we're at. So, here. yeah. Wow. So you remember the other day we were talking about, you know, do what you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't, or do what you shouldn't. You shouldn't be one wheeling in bare feet carrying bits of wood. Well, I wasn't one wheeling while carrying the wood. No, no, the one wheeling oh, was separate. This was just, I just, okay. but that was just me explaining, you know, how dare Oh, I sorry, no, I got be. a bit confused there. Well, I thought, because carrying all that wood on one the one wheel, that's your bare feet. No, what did I do recently, that's... though? I did one wheel recently with something really stupid. What was I doing? Oh, I one wheeled around to my dad, my dad's house because I have I have keys to his his shed with his tools and stuff in it. So I one wheeled around to yeah, his yeah. house on the weekend to get some tools, and I came back yeah. with like a a work stand and a fucking jigsaw in my hand. <laughs> one wheeling down the road. You had shoes on. Yeah, I had shoes on, but one wheeling oh, okay. down the road like that. So there you go. No, that is, that's a that's that's a, I have I have recurring dreams of like. I had this thing in my dreams, like it's always like my my big toenail gets peeled off or to, or nails coming off. Ooh. I like it's a recurring dream, and that for me, when I see you going like one wheel barefoot or uh-huh. cycling bare feet, uh-huh. all I can picture is just my feet just getting dragged oh, along yeah, the yeah. floor uh-huh. and it all just ripping off. Yeah. Well, see, we not, used to nice, we, nice image. I've had man. that a few times because we used to play cricket in the street in South Africa. Actually, yeah. to be honest with you, my brother and I, we lived at home with my folks. I live with my folks. I was about twenty two. And from the age mm. of about, F, up to the age of 22, babe. in fact, still now, if he comes home, we have these plastic yeah. wickets. We'll go stick in the street and tennis ball and yeah. bat. We'll just play, we, like, just men in their 30s just playing cricket in the middle of the street. And people think that's yeah. weird over here. In South Africa, that's totally normal. Families do it. Not on, like, a yeah. motorway. You know, that's just asking. No, 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 no. I like a local road. street. Yeah, back yeah. Road. Yeah, right. And uh, the amount of times I've run to do something and then just, just misjudged the lifting of a foot and dragged it along the tarmac. Oh, skin off your toe. Oh, oh my god. Also, yeah, that's like worst thing I've ever done in bare feet. Oh god. Stepped What's in that? dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more fucking disgusting. I, it's just like when I the worst thing I've ever had happen to my foot 
when I was younger was I was we, it was New Year's Eve. I was around my friend's house. We we're having a like a party, obviously, and I was running around the foot bare, uh, running my house barefoot, you know. And uh-huh. we were like loads of drinking and smoking of things going on, and I ran round, uh, ran down into the lounge, and I felt this thing in the ball of my foot, like at the back, uh-huh. and he had a chair, like his parents had a chair there, and there was this big like nail that was probably about that long, which is about half an inch. Oh, and it went all the way in to Back. the bottom of my foot and I had to pull it out luckily That's I think because I, I was a bit drunk oh yeah and it, luckily the next day I didn't because I didn't get a tetanus jab or anything like that I just put a bit of cream on it a plaster moved on with the day yeah. but that was yeah because when I looked up you look at the ball of your foot and you're like oh there's something stuck in it and then you pull it out and it just it just keeps on coming oh, and coming and coming you're like oh man. my god that was like yeah, two, yeah half an inch two thirds of an inch long that is but horrible I survived. I'm still here yeah I did that, that, that horrible. on drawing pins um, in school when I was a kid someone threw drawing pins yeah. into the change room while we were all getting changed for a football or something and stood and oh, had like, nice. two of them in my heel real little fuckers real little fuckers mm. um, you got kids then, haven't you, you obviously you yeah I, but I don't throw drawing pins out in front of them no don't no, Lego no, no. oh actually fucking great uh, a couple of months ago Katie came walking out of a room and I'm always like well Katie would you put your Lego away Katie just mm. put your Lego away doesn't listen and then she comes out yeah. of the room and she stood on her own Lego and <laughs> her face. I was like, I just looked, she was Calm. like, ah! And I was like, oh, there you go. Pay back, you little bitch. Pick up your Lego. <laughs> and then she fell on the ground, like holding her foot. Pam and I were like, well, that'll teach you. That'll learn you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's us. That's, that's good. good. It's been a good yeah. episode. That was functional. Yeah. I've had a few people say, yeah. actually, can you talk about video production? Oh, well, there you go. So That's you go. for them. That's for you. All two of you. That's for you guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> the rest of you who have tuned out three minutes in, whatever. Yeah. Tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow? We have a guest on tomorrow. Is it, is it Thursday already? No, it's Thursday now when they're listening. Dude, best not mention oh, dates shit. on the show. Best just say today, oh, yesterday, tomorrow. Today is okay. Wednesday, but it's Thursday when they're listening. Oh, so, okay. They'll be hearing this on Friday. What? No, they won't. Yeah, because we'll be uploading this. No, no, they'll be uploading. Oh. We'll be uploading this on Thursday. Yeah. But they'll be so hearing. So the guest will be on them Friday. Is on Friday. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna try to have a guest on the show on Fridays. We're gonna call it. Yeah. Guest Friday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've got it. <laughs> Friend Friday. Friend Friday. Friday. Friday with go. friends. Friday with friends. Fabulous friends on Friday. And uh, we thought, who better to bring on as Are we our gonna first tell them? guest? We're telling them now. Is 